Glad to be here with you tonight, and I'm looking forward to jumping right in. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. In the name above every name, Yeshua, uh, Lord, we ask that you'd bless this program and that you would uh, you would use it to your honor and your glory alone, Father. Here's my prayer in Yeshua, Jesus' precious name, Lord. Amen. Folks, glad to be here with you, and I, I just want to talk to you really personally and and deeply tonight. Um, because I'm very, very concerned about the state of the heart and the walk with God in and amongst the remnant, uh, even the so-called or, or part of, um, of course we know the way the mainstream churches are going right now, but, but I'm worried about people and the onslaught of deception lies, um, hunger and knowledge for the truth or truth as it pertains to current events, yet not making any changes towards their personal study time and prayer time and seeking God's face. And I want to open up with a verse. You are familiar with it from the book of Acts that I believe just kind of is a, is a nice reminder that we need to remember um, about the, a day that's coming to everywhere. And this is the Apostle Paul speaking, and this is what he said. In the times of this ignorance, God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent, because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness that by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, and that he hath raised him from the dead. And he's talking, obviously, about Jesus Christ. But he's reminding people, and he's saying, look, in times past, okay, God winked his eye in people's ignorance. But now the truth has been shared, and he's commanding all men to repent, and women. Because there's coming a day when the Lord is going to judge this earth in righteousness. Folks, there is coming judgment. Everybody's going to face it. No matter what, no matter who, no matter how. You will face judgment. And you will either be on the sheep side or you will be on the goats. And God is going to separate. And We've got to remember this because everything we're doing right now is to help other people understand not only the salvation that is in Jesus Christ, but there's coming a day of reckoning that if the choice is not made prior to it, it will be too late. And that day is so important to not lose perspective, folks. That every knee will bow, every tongue will confess who Lord, who the Lord is, okay? 
Yeshua's Lord, our Father is our Heavenly Father. Yahweh is the Almighty, the Ancient of Days. He, every tongue will confess these things, but also every person shall give an account. And if you're not under the blood, I don't care how many good deeds, how much philanthropy, how many times you cut, you you pointed out other people's failures to lift your own self up. It doesn't matter because you remember there's a whole group of people in the Bible who believed they were religious. They probably went to every single prayer meeting. They probably never missed a church service. They probably were involved in community outreach, all these things, and yet they were still lost. Lord, Lord, haven't we done great works in thy name and cast out devils in thy name? And then, see, everything was about what they had done instead of about who God is. And it's important to remember that, folks, because if we don't keep the judgment in focus, we forget what's going on in this world. It's all coming to a head. And if you understand the judgment, then you understand the importance of sharing with people the good news of Jesus so that they can avoid the judgment, the second resurrection, the the place you don't want to be, the wrong side of the fence, right? You want to help people to understand that because this is not a selfish race of how you can just somehow save your own self. It's about our salvation with Christ, but then sharing it with others and the importance of that. The Bible is very very specific about strong delusion in the last days. And I'm not so sure that's just only one event. It may be several different things. And I look out today and I see all this stuff and the lies and the, you know, the the things that, that are going on in the government. I mean, you've seen the last weeks and listen, folks, I, I don't believe we're going to make America great again. Okay, as much as I love this country and and serve this country in the military and and you know and and I'm not ashamed to be called a U.S. Marine, you know those things like, you know that I I wanted the best for this country. I I volunteered of my own free will. Okay, but the truth is I belong to another army, and my leader is the Almighty, and. Knowing that, I see the lies that are going on, the reports that came out. You saw the Durham report and everything. It's all, you know. I'm not, and I'm, and listen, I'm not a, I'm not trying to pump up Donald Trump or anybody. I'm just trying to say, everybody <laughs> is ignoring what happens. One side, uh, you know, doesn't want to hear it, and the other side, you know, can't. Nobody wants to listen. Everybody acts like it doesn't happen, and then if it's the other sides, then everything does happen. It's it's just. I don't even want to get into it because it's all such lies, everything. And the truth is the Republicans are just as dirty as the Democrats. They love power just as much. They love it just as much. And they're, you know, there's only a few people, I believe, probably up there that are actually trying to do good. And you know what? They're called the worst things under the sun. 
And you know what? When we follow Jesus, when we follow the Lord, you know what? Sometimes we get called the worst things under the sun or get made fun of. And yet so many people are so surprised when things happen like that. It's almost like they didn't read their Bible. You know what? Probably because they didn't. So many people are trying to follow the Lord on breadcrumbs. A little verse here, maybe a little devotion in the morning, you know, a little memory verse here and there, but no true real Bible study, no true prayer time. And folks, it's not just only about prayer. You, we have to pray, but we have to study his word. How else are you going to get to know him? Now, I know he reveals himself even to those who may not have access to his word, but if he's given you his word, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, and we are to rightly divide his truth and understand it. And so many people are living on crumbs, trying to tout that they're ready for the last days. They're in the remnant, but they don't even study. The lack of biblical knowledge and ignorance is astounding. Absolutely astounding this day and age. And that's why we see the strong delusion taking over absolutely everywhere. And I want to just look real quickly at that verse again in 2 Thessalonians. Um, you all know it well, but I just want to look at it for a second. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, starting in verse 11. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Now, the delusion God's sending is that they would believe the lie. They want the lie because the God reveal, excuse me, according to it's in the book of Jeremiah, I believe. Yes, it's in Jeremiah. God's very specific when he says, I reward them with the fruit of their thoughts. Okay. You want to watch it on TV. You want to read about it. You want to see it every day. Fine. That's what you want. That's what you can have. So go ahead and believe it. Verse 12, that they all might be damned. Now that's heavy. That's some heavy stuff right there. That they all might be damned. That doesn't sound like the God so many fluffy churches are preaching today, are they? does it? who believed not in the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Oh boy, there it is. People who love sin more than they love doing the will of God. I find it so interesting how often so many people want to make an excuse or some type of reason why something is appropriate. Now, if you really want to understand why they had they they wanted to do this unrighteousness the whole answer of this strong delusion it's in verse 10 it's very simple and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved oh boy there it is they don't love truth they don't now folks none of us know all the truth no but what God's asking for here is that when you're presented with the truth, when you're presented with truth, if you are willing to follow the truth, then God's blessing is all on you. But when you are presented with truth 
and you refuse to search it out, refuse to check it out, refuse to ever do that because you are stuck on what your church or your family member or your friend told you growing up and you don't even look at it yourself and do your Berean homework, you are not receiving the love of the truth. And therefore, you have created your own religion and your own desires. And ultimately, folks, what will happen is we'll go through this whole life playing this game only to realize, now I'm going to tell you this, is I don't mean this to be mean, only to realize the Lord is not coming back for you. You see, God is going to do everything in his power without forcing you to help you to make a decision to follow him. But if you want to do it your way, you want to have it your way, and you've tricked yourself into believing that this is the right way. You know, I remember this one time, it was this guy, he, this pastor I was talking to, he told me, he said, you know, it's not the things in the Bible that I don't understand that scare me. He said, it's the things that I do. You see, because the things that we understand so clearly calls us to a lifestyle of obedience, submission, and following. You see, somehow, I don't know exactly when it, it all happened, in the United States in the 60s began a real turn, but slowly over time this crept in of this either once saved, always saved doctrine or you know, you could do what you want. You're, you're, you know, it's a, it's a basically a life of licentiousness because of the blood of Jesus. You can live however you want. It's absolutely a doctrine out of the pit of hell. But some time, it started, you know, over time and periods, this need to actually do what the Lord says kind of fell away. And therefore, we have churches that break off trying to get back to the original truth. And then another, you know, many churches started from a good desire to try to get back to an, a more original form of the early church. And you can go again and say, you know, well, they were off. They didn't have something right. And I, and I understand there's many that didn't. But many people started because they were tired of, you know, this, this style. You know, I have an employee uh, one of my employees works for me, and he goes around from churches to churches and trying to get the particular denomination he belongs to to leave the liberal church because it's killing people. And I'm thankful to hear that. And I'm, I, you know, and I might not agree with everything in his denomination, but I'm happy to see that he's out fighting actively to get people back to a more original style of following the Lord. The truth is that if we don't get serious, and, I'm, and you've heard that, folks, it's time to get serious probably from a million people. But when I say serious, I mean we start to drink from the water of life and we begin to eat from the body of Messiah and consuming this wonderful word handed down by inspiration, you know, these 66 books penned by over 40 authors, you know, that that we call the Bible. 
We begin to digest and eat this wonderful book. And now our prayer life becomes enriched because we begin to understand the very mind of God through his word. And then his word begins to live in us and to permeate. And when the Bible says in Psalms that he puts the, he gives me the desires of my heart, it's not that he gives you what you desire in your heart. It's he puts the desires in your heart. He begins to give you his desires. And it turns into a beautiful thing. But I was in a back and forth today with some believers and it was a, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Because of, well, shouldn't we just love everybody? This particular, it got so convoluted and misconstrued. The arguments were back and forth. I finally had to jump in a little bit and talk because I couldn't take it anymore. But I finally got in with some people that I know or, and, and, and try to explain to them that, yes, we love people, but, but God set a standard. And folks, you can love people into heaven and you can certainly love them into hell because true love is to never warn your brother or your sister that the lifestyle that they're living is contrary to the very word of God. Now, you don't need to beat them up and, 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 and you know tear people down. That's what I'm talking about. You should befriend somebody first, get to know them, earn their trust, and then bid them follow Christ. But to never cross the bridge with someone that you know is living something that's absolutely 100% contrary. You have to question if you actually even love that person. And I was talking to my friend after this big debate that people were, you know, people I actually know around the area where I live here got in. It's a long story how this, you know, where this happened. But, you know, these are people I actually know around here. We're starting to talk and in the differing of opinions by all believers just on on this was amazing. But I was talking to one of my friends afterwards um, that was in this discussion. And I said to him, I said, you know, we are facing an onslaught today of lies against our children, our families, uh, everything we know. And if we don't have something different to offer our children, then the lies of this world, then we are giving them no hope and we are cowering down to the demands of the liberals in this society. And folks, I'm here to tell you, the so-called churches, many of them today, are just as dangerous as the liberals in Washington, D.C. and in California and all around this country that are promoting everything that is ungodly, unbiblical, unholy, and just purely demonic. We have to set ourselves apart. Our lifestyles must be different. Our lives must be different. We have to offer something different because there needs to be hope left in this world. And if you don't set yourself apart, you don't sanctify yourself unto the Lord. The lies will overtake you. The strong delusion will become your life and you will fall into the lie. Now, does God want you to go there? No. And if you end up there, you will have nobody to blame but yourself because the Lord does everything he can 
to try to keep us from going there. But the truth is, if we don't start to follow the very words of, of Jude, inspired by the spirit of the living God, one of my uh, my favorite books uh, outside of the Gospels in the New Testament. This I I love the book of Jude probably more than any other single. It's one chapter that I feel has more information in one chapter. If you do delve into it, than so much st- other stuff. It's so powerfully packed. If you look at every story that's referenced in the actual depths, you can spend weeks in study in the books of Jude. In the book of Jude, just one chapter, that's how deep it is. But Jude is so absolutely spot on when he said the only way you as a believer can, are you're going to survive this, the only way you're going to make this, the only way you're going to keep from falling into the trap of those who would preach lasciviousness or licentiousness, you know, that license to sin, that cheap grace, and all the deception of the world. The only way is if you are to contend for the faith once delivered unto the saints. That's what Jude says. And looking at that word contend, it actually means to strive we as believers, yes, folks, we as believers are to strive for the faith, meaning we, we go after that thing. Lord, I want more of you. Lord, I want to know you deeper. Lord, I want to follow your ways more deeper and, and, than I've ever known you before. I want to surrender everything unto you, Lord, to strive for the faith once delivered to the saints. He didn't say, go out and listen to more end time programs. He didn't say, go out and listen to the remnant call. Okay. I'm glad you're here, but I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. He didn't say go out and, you know, and get the, you know, the prayer of Jabez and pray that over. He said, contend for the faith once delivered to the saints. Jude starts that off in the beginning of his book. Go that, that one powerful chapter. Oh, it's so deep when you actually analyze every story and the reason why he referred to each one of those stories, whether it was Balaam or Sodom and Gomorrah or Korah or whatever, you know what I mean? All these things, there was a reason why he talked about Michael contending, you know, about the body of Moses and all these things. There was reason and depth behind why he did all these things. And yet the solution from the strong delusion, which those who are of old came in and began to preach, you know, and all, was to contend for the faith once delivered unto the saints. The Bible is so clear. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Do what he says to do. It's so simple. It's not because he's a taskmaster. It's because the laws and the things of God are, according to Jeremiah, written on our heart. And they should be a delight. And they're healthy and good for us. And God will prosper our way. But if you do like the United States of America and you go contrary to that, 
you will be under the curse of Deuteronomy 28, which we are under the curse of right now. Oh, and I'll tell you what, if you haven't read Deuteronomy 28 lately, go read it. You know, the first verses in that section are, you know, are, are, are about the blessings, but go read about the curses, how the stranger in the land or the alien, right, will become the great and it will be lifted up and you, Austin, it will be put down. We are under the judgment of the almighty God. And yet the church is still eating saltine crackers for their biblical dinner instead of diving into the richness of the word of God. And if all you do is listen to this program or something else, folks, I, and listen, I'm glad you I'm glad you listen to Remnant Call. Don't get me wrong, but I want this program to inspire you to go deeper into the very word of the living God. And if you never turn the remnant call back on again and you simply study the word, God bless you. I'm excited. Mission accomplished. Now, I would love to keep you here, but I want you to study also the word of God because that's what saves. Jesus saves. No program, nothing else. I am simply here to point you to him. That's it. Nothing else. My mission of warning is to point you to the saving relationship of knowing Jesus Christ, serving our heavenly father and trusting in his ways, walking in resurrection power. God will lead us through to the very end. Now, as these moments get darker in earth's history, or their future, I should say, as they're going. They will continue to get darker and darker in the days ahead. Now, according to the book of Micah, the Lord is going to be the one who leads us, okay? We're not to put faith in a blind guide, any of that stuff. We are to wait upon the Lord. He's going to guide us. He's going to lead us, take care of us. The reason I bring this up, we must be in tune with the Lord, so that we will receive the instructions on what he wants us to do in these final hours of earth's history. And if we're not grounded in the word, we open ourselves to deception and either believing our own flesh or another voice. But if we are grounded in the word, the Lord's truth will be in harmony with what his word says, and he will lead us in the right paths, but we cannot trust our flesh in this hour. Folks, if someone comes up to you and says, the Lord told me this about you, then go and ask the Lord for a second witness. <clears throat> Don't take somebody's word. Test first of all what they said against the word of God and then ask for another witness. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses shall all things be confirmed. Because trust me, there are a lot of false prophets out there. I would say the majority. We need to be in tune with what the Lord wants us to do. You see the state that we are in as a nation. It is critical mass. Our enemies are coming against us. We are under threat of war. We are under invasion. We are under all these things. We are being put down low. And uh, the the alien or the vis you know, the stranger in our land is being brought up high because we have disobeyed the almighty. Folks, I do have good news. 
This is not your home. Okay? We are looking for a city whose builder and maker is God, the Almighty Yahweh. And the Bible says that he will tabernacle. Oh, I can't wait to the final fulfillment of that last feast. He will tabernacle with man. What a beautiful thing. And the fact that the new Jerusalem, it doesn't even need sunlight because the Lord himself is the light. That's amazing. Now you understand why God didn't need the sun for the plants to grow. If you look at the creation order, there's a problem there, right? Some of the green herbs and things, right? they're, they're there before the sun is, right? Well, you don't need the sun when you're in the presence of the Almighty. Folks, get in touch with your God. Get on your knees and start feasting at the supper table that Jesus has prepared for us. And watch your God lead you through these last days. And you know what? Have patience. Don't try to make the Lord speak. Wait until he is ready to speak. And he will do it in his time when he is ready. Through his word, through direct to you, just however he chooses to do it, allow the Lord to lead you. Stay by his word, follow what he says, and you're going to be okay. It doesn't matter what happens if you're in Jesus, because eternity will be with him forever. This is Brother Frank on the Remnant Call saying to everybody, good night and shalom. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.